Hey guys, welcome to Feeling Twisty. I had a blast this past week. I had family in, my niece and her husband and their new baby came to town for a week, little Caleb James. And my sister, their, uh, my niece's mother, she flew in as well. She got to stay in town for a few days. And other relatives that I haven't seen in a while came in as well. Just like at Thanksgiving, I had family I got to see. So between Thanksgiving and now, which is we're a week out from Christmas, I got to spend time, a blast, not the typical time I used to spend with my family. This was fun. I got to see all my siblings over the last few weeks and all of their kids. It was just so much fun. And that's, I remember a couple of months ago, I decided that I wanted not just a quiet, I didn't want a quiet holiday, which is what I strive for in the past. I had different motivation back, you know, I remember a time when I didn't want to be around all the family because of my concept of myself and my world. I just didn't, I just saw, you know, judgment and strife and judgment, me judging them, me assuming they're judging me, all that. And now I, you know, of course I see that all of that, my experiences with holidays past were a result of my own uh, consciousness, what I believe to be true. So I made, I intentionally decided that this was going to be the most fun holiday season in memory for me that it was going to be a blast and I'm, I was going to have fun with family, not realizing that all of these different family members were going to be driving in from hours away. Most of them, other than one, one sibling who lives just a couple of hours away, the rest live 10, 17, 19 hours away by car. So we don't see each other that often. So I didn't know they were planning on coming in. But I decided a couple of months ago that this was going to be the most fun and the best holiday season I've had in memory. And that's what we've had so far. It's just been so much fun. But it wouldn't have happened. I, my experience of all this, it would not have been like this had I not decided that that's what I wanted. That was my desire. And I accepted it and knew it to be true. So, that being said, let me jump to what happened this weekend. My, or uh, yeah, this weekend, my daughter-in-law graduated from college, and, and she has her bachelor's uh, in nursing, her BSN. And Hannah has—I've known her for oh shoot, eight, nine, ten, eleven years. Has it been that long? Nine years, something like that. They started dating, my son and her started dating back in middle school. So she's a part of the family. She was already a part of the family before there was a marriage. But she has always strived to be the best at school, to make the best grades. And uh, she set high goals for herself. But there were times while she was these last couple of years in nursing at the university, well, you know, she had some 
sometimes moments of worry and doubt and frustration that she's not getting the grade she wants and she likes to aim high and doesn't like to fall short of that. And of course, she's familiar with what I talk about in the podcasts. Uh, she's listened to a few. Hey, Hannah. But she's learned just from me talking about it at the house. In fact, any, <laughs> I would always, initially, I talked a lot about uh, what I was learning from Neville Goddard and, and then uh, my own understanding of Hebrew, specifically in the Bible. And so anytime something would come up, a question about some problem, looking for a solution to something, I would start to open my mouth and she'd say, I know, I know, yod hey vav hey. <laughs> so she's familiar with the power of imagination and she, uh, she does put it to, uh, she does put it to practice. She does use it. And at her graduation party this past Saturday night, she pulled me aside and said, hey, I want to tell you what I did. And we had talked about it, I guess a year or so ago, about what does she really want? You know, go to the end of her having a job in nursing or, you know, told her to, it's best for her to pick if she wants to use an imaginal scene to bring up those feelings of, I did it, I graduated, and I did graduated on top. You know, so she pulled me aside at the party to tell me that her scene, what she did, just a simple little moment where she imagined she's in her cap and gown at graduation, seated with their other students, and she's holding, she pulls her hands out from her and has the cords, her honors cords, resting in her hands. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> I've never seen anybody get so many honors and awards. It was amazing. And she graduated summa cum laude. So she had almost a 4.0 grade point average. And she was so excited to tell me that that little scene she imagined, looking at the cords draped over her hands, is exactly what happened. Now the scenes, uh, she didn't get caught up in that scene ha actually has to be specific and I mean has to happen exactly like she imagined. She knew that it was the feeling of it's done. I got this. And that was over a year ago. But it did play out exactly as she imagined it. Looking at those honors cords. So good for you, Hannah. I'm so happy for you and proud of you. It's so cool. And it's so exciting to see her get this and, and make it through college. And she's not stopping. She's going on to medical school. So I'm happy for her and my son. And that's kind of what I want to talk about today, just how simple it really is. I'm just going to talk about what I do on a given day as far as imagining or being inhabiting the state of mind that I desire, that, you know, getting to the state of my wish fulfilled, that it's done. A uh, couple of things that were probably, the, well, there were definitely big uh, game changers for me, was uh, realizing that lack, that this idea of lack is just an idea. 
that lack does not actually exist in life. It's just, we believe it does. We believe there's lack. And for me, the belief that there is lack in this world, that there is not enough, and specifically in myself, as far as ability, finances, love, health, all these things. I'm talking about me personally. The belief that there was some sort of lack that was actually possible, that was real and inevitable, is what caused my psychological suffering. The suffering all comes from this belief that lack has form and substance, that it's a real thing. And the other thing was realizing that when I have a desire, that's good. That's like a little nudge from God saying, hey, let's do this. Let's experience this. I didn't mute my phone. I do that often, don't I? So the nudge from our higher self, from God, from within you, those desires are good things. Those are nudges saying, let's do this. In fact, I read, uh, I think it was on the I Am Love website and other places I've seen it. I like thinking of it as this way, that when I have a desire, it's a promise. It's a promise that that's mine. And what I used to do was I would have those desires and yeah, I want that. I want to experience that. But then my belief in lack would mix in with it. So I was seeing the world, looking at my desire, but seeing it through sunglasses tainted with, you know, tinted with lack. Does that make sense? I was filtering everything, even the lovely, wonderful desires through the eyes of lack in the belief that, that, that lack exists. So realizing lack is not a real thing and that my desires are promises from God, from my higher self, if you will, that they're mine, that are mine to experience. So once I got that really down and understood that and knew that my entire experience in this life is based on what I believe to be true of myself. My outward circumstances are forever showing me what I believe to be true, what I'm assuming about myself and my world. Well, I'm assuming of myself because my world is reflecting back what I'm, uh, what's inside me. So understanding that, understanding that it all comes from me and there is no lack and that my desires are a done deal. They're a promise from God. Knowing all of those things and that it's completely up to me. Then when I do have a desire, see, you see what, when I got to that point, knowing those, those three things I just mentioned, that lack doesn't exist, my desires are mine. They're coming from my higher self, from God saying, let's do this. This is yours. This is a promise for you. And knowing 
that this really is all up to me and what I experience is me. So all of that is dwelling in a new state, something different than what I used to, uh, in, used to dwell in. So I've moved into a different state of mind, a different state of being. And from that state, this new state, this new dwelling place, when a desire comes up for me or for someone else, whether it's something, uh, health or finances or anything, anything comes up, I don't take a lot of time. I don't go, you know, map out time in my bedroom or hide in the bathroom in the dark and try to get into the zone and imagine a scene. I just accept whatever the desire is, I accept that it's done, that it's fulfilled for myself or for that person. And, and I've mentioned this a lot. I, I like what Neville taught as one of his ways is just ask myself, how would it feel? How would it feel if I was experiencing that now? And then it's already been happening. It's already done. Hmm. Mm, yeah. And I let that feeling, that, that reply within me is the feeling of the wish fulfilled. No longer filtered through lack. That's gone because that doesn't really exist. And then I know it's done. I assume that to be true. Like I've mentioned before, I just take it for granted. It's done. Just like... I'm sitting here at car pickup waiting for my daughter. I know in a few minutes the bell's going to ring. She's going to walk out. It's taken for granted. It's a done deal. I'm already here. The bell's about to ring. It's that simple. It's, it's, you, it doesn't require some major thing. Jumping through hoops, ring, ringing bells, or lighting candles. Because all of that for me, is still putting something on the outside as if that external thing has some sort of power. Everything exists within me. So knowing that, any desire that comes up, oh, yes, I've got it. And I accept it because it's mine. It's my desire. I know it's a promise from God within me. Hey, let's do this. It's yours. And it's done. I'm not, no, it's, there are times when I, sure, I drift off and I start, you know, I put those lack tinted wind, uh, glasses back on, not realizing it. And, and then I notice it. I notice, hey, wait, why am I down this a line of thinking. Why am I thinking like this? Of course there's no lack. Of course I can do this. And I re bring back that feeling, refocus my attention back on dwelling in that wish fulfillment, that, that it's done. And sometimes it's, uh, most times, it's as easy as just taking a deep breath. Uh, just getting into the silence just for a few seconds. I don't have to go like I used to hide and lay down or 
you know, put earplugs in for half an hour to get into the silence to get back that feeling. No, just deep breath. And in that moment, I'm back in the silence. I'm just aware. I'm back in that just the I am, the self-existent one, the I am. I am. And I just sit there. Sometimes it is half an hour because I enjoy it. Most times it's just a few seconds. Just shuck off all the limiting things that I had going on in my head. Just let them fall away. And clothe myself back into the feeling of that wish fulfilled. Shuck it off. Put on the new one. It really is that simple. There are times, though, when I'm imagining or I'm thinking about a, a, this type of thing. What would it feel like? And then I just enjoy it. I go with it. And I don't just stop with the feeling of, ah, it's done. A scene will come up. A number of scenes may come up as I'm exploring it in my imagination. Ah, when this, oh, and this is happening and this is going to happen. And then sometimes I'll go ahead and just pick a scene, even though I know I don't have to. It, I enjoy it. I pick a scene that implies the wish fulfilled. And I enact, reenact, and reenact that scene a few times knowing that it's done. So you don't have to do a scene. You don't have to write affirmations because everything is, is within you. Everything is you. So drop the belief that lack exists. Drop the belief that you can't have everything you want. And drop the guilt over having desires. God is within you. God is you. You wouldn't have the desires if God wasn't giving you the nudge. So accept them. Take it on. Yes. Drop the guilt. Drop the lack. And know that it's entirely up to you. You don't have to ask anybody for permission. You don't have to worry about your education, your financial situation. No, put all of your attention on being in that new state, whatever it is. It's all about being. You move from thinking of it. Oh yeah, that would be cool. One day, one day I'm going to have a nice house. No. Occupy that state now. Be that person that has that nice house. Be the person that is in a loving relationship. Be the person that is financially free. Looking from that new state, that new state of mind, how you see the world changes, how you react, what you're doing, your daily activities may even change. It's a wonderful, wonderful experience. So, about to end here. I think the bell's about to ring. Remember, lack doesn't exist apart from you. You only give it meaning. You give it power. Circumstances don't matter. Circumstances 
only show you what you're conscious of being. They only show you you. So don't ever judge circumstances on whether something is possible or not or whether something is happening or not. They're only reflecting in you yourself. And know that it's entirely up to you. I know you may think, well, but I, I keep doing it and it's not working. Well, keep doing it. And change that perspective. You're still, if you're, if you're saying I'm doing it, but it's not working, I would say maybe you're still judging circumstances. You're judging things outside of you. You're looking at the signals. Are you looking at circumstances as a sign for you on whether you've, you've gotten it or not? I've had so many things, so many things where I, if I were to judge circumstances, a snapshot of a moment, but look at all, look at all of this. This isn't working. I would believe that if I, if I bought into the circumstances. There are so many times where there were, you know, circumstances didn't line up to what I knew to be true. And then all of a sudden, everything unfolds, sometimes almost magically. Other ways, other times, it just fluidly and naturally things it just worked things worked out in ways i could not have planned this really works the fact that you're listening to this right now proves that it works because you wouldn't be hearing me if your own you-ness you hadn't brought this into your life into your consciousness hmm I love you guys. All right. Yep. School's about out. And uh, that's it for me today. Shoot me an email, feelingtwisty at gmail.com. Let me hear your stories. All right. Love you. This is Feeling Twisty.